Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life.
Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm Dr. The King standing in today in prayer for Father Frank Pavone. We open this particular segment with a song, Occupy. I wrote that song with my friend Ian Eskelin. It is based on the scripture when Jesus says, Occupy until I come. In other words, do kingdom business until I come. Kingdom business, of course, is prayer. And that is why we are praying together right now. I want you to pause just for a moment and think, what am I believing to do, hoping to do, praying to do in 2024? We know that 2023 is about to be behind us. Good things happened in 2023 and some things that caused us to stop and pause and pray, maybe even cry a little bit or sigh a little bit. If you're tuned in to this prayer session right now with Father Frank Pavone, who, although he's not on camera, he's praying with us. You are in his prayers. Right now, let's take a moment and just pray for what is behind us and what is coming before us in 2024. Heavenly Father, you are so good and so kind and so gracious to us. You have put life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness in the hearts of many. Many of us, Lord, have come through a year that had many good things happen and yet some things that were heartbreaking and that have broken our hearts. And yet we hold fast to faith, to hope, and to love. Indeed, Lord, we ask your guidance as we remember the little babies in the womb waiting to be born, those who have all born, many who are living lives now wanting a touch from you. Many of our viewers, Lord, and our listeners, and those who join us in prayer are asking, what are we going to do next? What will 2024 be? What will happen for and and died on the cross for our salvation, our redemption. And then he rose again and he's in heaven. Now, this time together before you, that you will guide us and you will keep us and that you will hear our prayers and answer us. And we thank you in the name of Jesus. Over at Priest for Life, where Father Frank is the national director, I'm a member of the board, and I also am a senior advisor for civil rights at Priest for Life. And I've got some exciting news for you right now. Many things are continuing to happen on the pro-life front. We have so many justices that were appointed during the previous presidential administration. Many of those justices are standing up for truth and for life. We have governors across this great nation who are still on the battlefield for life. 
And we have members of Congress in the Senate, in the House, and they are fighting for life and all across this nation. And if you're tuned into us right now, and if you're praying for us for life, liberty and pursuit of happiness, looking at what's next in 2024, we believe that you have the same hope that we do, that God will continue to be merciful, that we will have victory to victory. Father Frank says going from victory to victory. And so we don't consider the loss, but we consider what God is doing. We look to see what God is doing. I don't know about you, but one thing that I have learned to do as I pray for life, for liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that's the mothers who are pregnant, the little babies in the womb, the fathers who may be there and say, is my baby too? Let me help. And sometimes the fathers are not there. That's an issue as well. And so sometimes when we do not have that intact family, we call it, or the nuclear family that I grew up with, I'm 73 years old, when that nuclear family is not there and these mothers will say, well, what am I going to do? Uh, I don't have money or I need to finish school or the baby's father's not going to be here or I was raped or abused or I was hurt. I'm not ready. I can't have a baby. Well, here's an answer for you. When she's in that particular place where she doesn't know what to do, she needs us. She needs our prayer. She needs our support. She needs us contacting our elected officials and saying to our elected officials, it's our obligation, it's our responsibility. You've been elected to office to uphold life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness from the womb to the tomb and beyond. And so that's what we expect you to do, sir or madam, when we elect you to office. So maybe that's one thing that we can do in 2024 is contact the officials that are already elected and ask them to uphold life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness from the womb to the tomb and beyond. Why don't we pray about that just for a moment? Father, in the name of Jesus, in your word, in the Bible, it is written, pray for those who are in authority that you may live a peaceful life. So, Father, for those who are already elected, for those who are already holding office, in the United States of America, and maybe even around the world, but definitely in this nation. We pray that our elected officials will have the courage and the strength and the conviction and the desire in their hearts to do what is right, to uphold policies and procedures and legislation and make those decisions that everyone who comes into a womb will have an opportunity to live and win, that the mothers will win, the fathers will win, the communities will win, and that, that no lives have to be lost because compassion will be in the heart of our leaders. We pray for those who are in authority, who are already elected to office, Lord, that we can have peaceful lives and that the babies can have life as well. In Jesus' name, amen. As we pray for those who are already in authority that we can have peaceful lives, we can look beyond the, the electorate or voting and those who have voted to office, those who are running these corporations, the schools, the institutions, 
that affect our society. So all of our leaders, whether they be in government and education and business and medicine and entertainment, wherever our leaders are, we pray for those who are in authority. Now, please stay with me as I make this next point, because this is going to sound a little bit strong, but I feel that I can pray this as well. Father, if there are those who are elected or running businesses or organizations or medical uh, facilities or education institution and arts and the entertainment, wherever they are, Lord, if they are not leading with authority, if they are not occupying with authority, then Lord, maybe remove them. I'm not saying hurt anybody or kill anybody, never would suggest that. But I would say sometimes maybe they need to go home and sit down and pray rather than to hold those offices, Father, that are hurting and are not giving us life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I know this is a strong prayer, Lord, but help them to be convicted in their hearts. And if they are not ready to, support our weakest or those who are most in need. And that is the babies in the womb or the sick or the poor or the elderly or whoever is struggling for their right to life. If our leaders are not ready, Lord, to protect and to nurture and cherish, let them go find something else to do, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, I know that was a little bit strong, and you say, well, that's a little harsh, and you're wishing um, not great things on everybody. But sometimes people just need to sit down and rethink. Sometimes people have misplaced or misguided compassion. And so they maybe don't need to be holding those high-level positions throughout our society. That is something to think about. So what we can do in 2024 is to pray for those who are in authority and for those who are not ready to lead and to be gracious and loving, they may need to find something else to do. Now, I'm going to take this one step further, if you'll stay with me. There are people across this nation and perhaps around the world, but definitely across this nation who are running for offices, whether they be political office or other positions that they're in, maybe even in the church and that kind of thing, or in the schools or in the businesses and the communities and the health institutions and the arts and, and entertainment. And people are saying, oh, well, they can't win, so I'm not going to vote for them. I'm not going to donate to their campaign. I'm not going to help them because they can't win. Well, I ask you to reconsider and to find candidates who believe in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, who believe in the Holy Bible. I've got my Bible right here. And that's where I got that scripture, Jesus saying, occupy till I come. So there are those who are running for office or running for opportunities in some of these, sometimes they call that the seven mountains of influence. I don't know if you've heard about that. And they name all the different opportunities in human society. And it's the, the business and education, religion, 
let's see, arts and entertainment, science, and there are a couple of others. I can't always name all seven. I do remind people that there's another mountain. It's called the mountain of God. And all power and authority comes from God. We have the mountain of God as well. So when we think about all of these things that are happening in our communities, in our societies, and then we say, well, who do we need to be our leaders? Who should be elected to office or who should be leading the religious institutions? I'm going to take just a quick minute and even mention there's a scripture also that says, pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And so what's going on in Israel also affects the world. And we want to have a resolution and a fair and peaceful resolution there without all the terrorism from Hamas. So let, let's just take a minute to pray for that peace. I uh, helped to produce with uh, my former uh, executive assistant, Eugene Vigil. He passed away a few years ago. We had a song, Pray for America. And then it says, pray for peace and love throughout the land. So as we pray today for America, let's just do what we do pray for America, every aspect of America, every person who lives in America, even the people who want to live in America. America is still a great nation and people from all over the world are wanting to flood into our borders legally and illegally because this is still a great nation. So we pray for America, that America will wake up and value life from the womb to the tomb and beyond, that people who are in authority and leadership will rise up with compassion, genuine compassion, not false or misguided compassion, and that they will rise up and care about life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness from the womb to the tomb and beyond. So we pray for America, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, Lord, and we pray for the year 2024, that you will live in 2024 with us and live in our hearts, and that we will have compassion for others that they may live as well. In the name of Jesus, amen. So we're praying for compassion, we're praying for peace, we're praying for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. There's another scripture in the Bible. Beloved, I desire above all things that you prosper and be in good health even as your souls prosper. Well, we know that abortion takes the lives of little babies. And so people are not going to be able to thrive and prosper and be in health when we are not considering that state for everyone. And we really just want to remind you of that. During the Christmas season, even Thanksgiving, and during that time, I would often pray, and I do every year, and I pray with others, and there are many prayer groups. Uh, Lord, if people are having to make decisions for life, and the mothers are afraid, or angry, or upset, or don't know how they can make it. The fathers may be present or may not, the grandparents in the community, and people have these decisions, Lord. So let compassion and opportunity spring forth into these situations for life. We thank you for the ultrasounds and the uh, pregnancy care centers, Lord, for those who still protest where there are still abortion meals, Lord God. And so we pray for 
those who are in authority, who are making legislation and policies, Lord. So we ask in 2024, Lord, that you come into the hearts and lives of the people who will care for others, at least as much, if not more, than they care for themselves. And to remember John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, Jesus, that whosoever believes in Jesus will not perish, but shall have everlasting life. For God did not send his son, Jesus, into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through Jesus would be saved. And after Jesus was born of the Virgin Mary, lived and ministered in the earth, died on the cross of Calvary, and rose again and is our high priest, he sent the comforter, Holy Spirit. And so we have Father God, we have Holy Spirit, we have Lord Jesus, and we have each other. I want to take a minute and mention, and if you saw the music video Occupy, and you saw at the end, Bishop Dean Nelson, a very close friend and mentor of mine, who very recently passed away during the Christmas holidays, and that was very difficult, but I kept remembering he's with the Lord. And, and Apostle Paul said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So we miss Dean so much already. And yet we know that he is with the Lord. And so if you during 2023, for example, or even before, because COVID was terrible and a lot of losses that we've all had, and you had times of sadness, Please remember that God loves you and that we pray for you. We're praying together with each other today. And so as, as we approach 2024 in prayer, some things are uncertain. But when I was a little girl, there was a song, Hold to His Hand, God's Unchanging Hand. Fix your faith on things eternal. Hold to God's unchanging hand. Now, I was with Priest for Life for 16 years full time. And I started out as the director of African-American outreach, which became civil rights for the unborn. And during those years, we fought for life. And I still do fight for life, pray for life, advise other young people to take up the banner for life. And so... I continue to stand for life, and I'm so glad to see young people joining in every decade, every generation. Young people keep coming. And the pro we would often say, well, you're going to always see young people in our movement because we don't abort our babies. We keep our babies and they grow up, and they stand for life. So, see, that's another encouraging thought, something that you can think about as well. So I, I begin this little part of this prayer saying, if you have lost, let the Lord comfort and heal you. And as you do that, you can begin to help others as well. And that's something that we want to pray about constantly, loving and praying life from the womb to the tomb and beyond. I'm coming from you. I'm coming to you and uh, I had a home studio during COVID at Priest for Life during my whole time, a full time of 16 years working there. And it was called Pro-Life Praise. 
And I actually had a studio in the home and I would sit and I would talk and I would pray and encourage people. And so that's the purpose of this particular prayer segment is to remind you, don't give up. 2024 is full of promise. Now there'll be some little rocky roads and things that will happen. But when those things happen, stop, take a deep breath and pray. Just pray, God help me. That's a, that's a quick prayer. Psalm 70, make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste, O God, to help me. Let them be confused and confounded who seek after my hurt. But I'm poor and needy. Please make haste to help me, O God. And so you just pray without ceasing. The Bible says that too. And to join with others. And it says where two are more gathered in God's name, God is there with them. If any two touch and agree, it shall be done for them. So don't isolate yourself. Don't disconnect yourself from prayer. We're praying for you at Priest for Life, the staff, of course, Father Frank heading up the charge, Janet Morana, Rachel's Vineyard, Silent No More Awareness. There are just so many of us who love you and are praying with you and who are praying for you. And prayer is real essential in 2024. So what's ahead in 2024? I pray that much prayer is ahead in your hearts and in your minds with the opportunity to pray and to let God in so that we can go from that victory to victory that Father Frank talks about. That's so very, very important. In a few moments, we're going to end with a little song that I sing, Thank You, Lord, for Saving Me. And I have been singing that since the 1990s, I guess. I was a much younger woman. And I would just stop and I would think, take a deep breath, and think what God has done for me. So in 2024, I want you to reach out to others, pray with others, work, and you overcome evil with good. Faith without works is dead. Now abide faith, hope, and love. The greatest of these is love. And of course, repentance. And forgiveness are going to be very important. And there's a, there's a double thought. Forgetting those things that are behind me, I press on for the mark. That's Apostle Paul talking. So sometimes you don't want to forget everything because if you, it might repeat itself. So the good history, you want it to repeat itself. But if you forget your history, and forget the bad things that happened, they can repeat themselves as well. So to know your history, anything that didn't work for you in that history, pray and work with God to fix it, correct it, repent, forgive others, be forgiven of your sins and let God heal you. The things that were good, hold on to those and move forward with those. And that is going to be the way that we will come together in faith, hope, and love and even have more and more victories because we're still having victories. You won't see them on the six o'clock news, as they say, on what we call the regular secular news. But look for those places that are publishing the good news. Contact organizations that have toolkits and strategies and policies that will help you. And if it's in your heart to change things and run for office, do that too. We're going to start thanking God for things that God has done for us. 
And then we're going to end this segment with, thank you, Lord, for saving me. Father, bless us according to Psalms 103. Lead us according to Psalms 23. Protect us according to Psalms 90, 91 with the blessings of Abraham, the shed blood of Jesus, power of Holy Ghost, Father. We love you today. Bless Father Frank and all the team in the communities as we trust you in Jesus' name. Until next time. saving me thank you Lord for saving me Lord you are my healer and you're my provider thank you for supplying all my needs thank you Lord for loving me Father Dennis Wild, Pastoral Associate of Priests for Life. Been in the organization for 25 years and it's marvelous because I want to tell you today about financial support for one of our most effective pro-life ministries in the world, Priests for Life. 
has been leading the fight against abortion for decades. We are led by a strong and varied team of pro-life activists and experts in mobilizing churches, electing pro-life candidates, leading prayer efforts, publishing and broadcasting, healing the wounds of abortion, uniting pro-life leaders in strategy, meetings, defending life in the international arena. All of this, Priests for Life does not receive church funding or government grants. We rely on you for individual donations. We have very high evaluations among charities and top security on our donation site, prolifegift.org. You can go there for a one-time gift or to become a monthly donor. Or you can call us at 321-500-1000. That's 321-500-1000. God bless you. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.